0: Hey, Faith Family. Welcome to the Beyond Sunday podcast at Calvary Bible, where we go beyond the Sunday sermon to explore some rabbit holes and to bring some biblical truths to the surface. We hope you enjoyed today's episode.
1: Calvary Bible Church, Uh, it is good to be back together again. Uh, If you're joining in, I'm not sure what time you're listening to it, but it is the afternoon for us. Mm -hmm. And so good afternoon to you. Uh, If you were with us yesterday, you will know that Pastor Jonathan brought the sermon message to us. And if you uh, were not, there's your... You know, informational get bit there. It. Yeah, get on YouTube and watch it and listen to it. Uh, but we were talking about and reading from Matthew chapter sixteen and talking about discipleship. What does discipleship mean? Look like? Mm-hmm. Um, just real broadly, generally, just talking about uh, discipleship. And so uh, I will hand it over to Jonathan as you had a couple of things that you wanted to, to talk about as like a uh, you know beyond. Sunday, yeah, like a sermon, a little extra, right? A little extra a little overflow, yeah. Before I do that, what do that, they call that in movies? Extras, uh, like, the, like as the credits are rolling, they're showing some, yeah, that's kind of what this is. That's yeah, good, I like you. that. I don't know what it's called, but that's what it um,
0: is. Um, well, here's a little archaeology fact, actually. I don't know if you knew this, but recently they discovered, um, you know, obviously David and Goliath. Um, they did a had a archaeological discovery that they don't think it was the stones that david threw that killed goliath it was a kidney stone
1: what <laughs> just
0: kidding it's just a joke oh uh, that's just a joke but sh- why tell-
1: sh- sh- wow that
0: was a randy joke that,
1: oh that now i get it that was a randy joke yeah sorry that hit way late yeah gotcha you didn't know i saw that totally whatever yeah you i thought you were know. that serious you didn't know you had me on that geo
0: so yeah um you think i should use it on randy mm-hmm I'm sure, you would find it really funny. Might be a little too fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Hope he's not wrong type of stone. He won't listen to this. All right, no. Uh, so the little the extras during the credits or whatever you want to call it, I was just thinking. I didn't have it on my notes yesterday, but kind of pre-service, I was thinking about some of the ways that ministry is happening. The ladies' ministry had a one-day. Um, retreat, they called it, yep. and they were showing some pictures of that pre-service, and then you were just highlighting some things that are happening in the youth ministry, and Yippers. the children's ministries. got some stuff going on Sunday mornings, Wednesday nights, just really good ministries, yep. and I, I thought, man, I should remember to thank those people, to highlight those things, or just to draw attention to it, because thats it's happening uh, at our church, and, um, you know, so a sermon like yesterday is pretty straightforward. You know, and I said to you earlier, we, we're not trying to browbeat people into this discipling process. So We don't want you to do it because it, it can't be driven from guilt, you know, at least not like a, a, yeah. a pressure, I should say. Sometimes the Holy Spirit might put some guilt on, and that's a good thing. But, um, you know, we want it to flow from a love uh, of Jesus, a fear of God, and those kind of places. But it's happening, and so folks are doing it. And I just think it's really neat to see some of that happening. Um, yeah, we were talking about it a little bit at the elders meeting a couple of weeks ago, uh, just that discipleship process. And um, and one of our elders, Andrew Pry, and myself, like Andrew mentioned, here's, here's a couple of guys we grew up in the church. And so it's not that we're void of making disciples here, but we want to keep doing it. Right. We want the next generation to be discipled. Yep. We don't want to grow content with. Well, you know, we're hitting a couple mile markers and that's good enough. You know, we want to make as many and as, you know, effective, good Jesus followers. That's as we exactly can.
1: right. Jesus um, followers. I like that when you think of disciple.
0: Yeah. It's just another way to think about another term.
1: Right. Like we're not making disciples of people. Yeah. Of we're programs. not making. Yeah. We're not making Austin disciples. No, they're disciples. Right.
0: To the extent that we are who we are. Mm-hmm. We, we should be making disciples of people who are following Jesus. Yeah. And, you know, it's so a small detail. I want to be one of those. You want to be one of those. Yeah. And that was part of it, too. We talked about this lineage that goes all the way back to Jesus. Correct. Um, so, yeah. Good. That well, was it.
1: Yeah, well, I will I, I'm all about shout-outs on the podcast cuz I, oh. you know, I get limited voice on here, but shout-out <laughs> to the Women Ministry, uh people who put the the one-day retreat together. I heard a lot of great things. Me too. Um, I don't know if your wife was there, but I know she I was. talked to some ladies who were there and they just had great things to say. So, yeah. well done. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's a lot of other ministries doing great things here too. So, yeah.
0: That's really good. So,
1: all right, you ready for a question? Yeah, let's go. This is my question. Uh, So, if it flops, that's on me. But my question was we were talking about roadblocks and Mm -hmm. roadblocks in discipleship. And so, I was just curious to know uh, this is the Beyond Sunday. So, it's like practical here. What might be some possible roadblocks in discipleship? And the one that stood out to me was like unbelief. I know you were Mm -hmm. talking about somebody who is handed a map and was like chooses to to disregard it. And my mind meant, my mind went right to my dad um, because I've been on trips with him where mm-hmm. I'll pull up GPS maps yeah. and uh, it'll take me one way. And he'll be like, no, Austin, this is wrong. Why is it taking us this way? And he yeah. doubts the GPS. I'm not saying it's always right. But right. He's, he's always that guy that's like, no, that is not the right way. And I was like, you know what? There's a good example of you know somebody who is doubting the map. Yeah. Um, And that is our roadblock for us as disciple, as possible disciples. If we are uh, doubting or of not having faith, yeah, uh, and who Jesus is. So yeah, if we anyway, doubt
0: God's way, which like we one of the early points about disciple making being hard is that it doesn't make sense. You know, right? Your GPS tells you to go a certain way, and you're like, it doesn't make a lot yeah. of sense. Now let's pretend. You know, sometimes GPS actually they do get it wrong or yeah. something's off or you know whatever, um, but God's word is never wrong. Yeah. God's rule and reign and way is never going to lead us astray. But there's going to be times where we look at that and we think, I don't know, this doesn't make sense. Well, it's not on, it's not on God. It's not on his word. It's on us. Mm-hmm. We Somewhere we're off. Yeah. Either in our, you know, modern minds that just don't, it doesn't seem logical. It doesn't make sense. doesn't fit in the way that we understand the world. Um, or it's just, you know, part of our, maybe we don't understand exactly what the the author of the scripture is trying to get at. We're reading it wrong. It yeah. can be a, a number of reasons. But.
1: Yeah. I'm going to try to take this analogy one step further. You ready? That's dangerous. Uh, that is dangerous. Analogies Analogies I, know, break I, know, down. I know. They do break down. Go but uh, oftentimes when you have the, the, the phone, like if I have my phone connected up, mm-hmm. um, it's telling me what I see is the road that I'm on and it tells me the next left. Uh, and you can't see on the GPS, unless you zoom out the whole picture of how you're going to get there. And so sometimes I'm driving and I got to go south and I'm going like west. And I'm like, why am I going west when I need to go Mm -hmm. south? But if you zoom out and see the whole picture, uh, you see you'll get to your destination. And in a lot of ways, what we're seeing is that little just glimpse might not make sense to us, uh, but God's word is always correct. um, So we can place our faith in it. There you go. That anyway, yeah, not bad. I think so. Uh, so anyway, back to the original question. What are some yeah. possible roadblocks in discipleship? That was the original question. That
0: was the original question. Um, yeah, I mean, we talked about a few yesterday. I mean, just, I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean I'm mean, i not, not you know, not in my 60s yet. Um, you know, you're in your 20s. But I mean, we've seen things. I've seen peers just get distracted. Sin.
1: Right, just, yeah.
0: Uh, habitual sin yeah. that just derails them. Yeah. You know, some kind of an addiction. Mm. Um, you know, just priorities that are out of line. Yeah. Um, and sometimes the sins are subtle, and sometimes they're more obvious. Uh, so, like an addiction mm. to pornography or alcohol, like those, those can be pretty obvious. Like, oh yeah, I know that's derailing my faith. Right. Um, but then other ones are probably less, less obvious, more subtle. They're, you know,
1: discontentment.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. And they can be, they can be, if we're going to use that analogy roadblocks or they can be kind of putting the brakes on you yeah. and slowing you down. Um, yeah, just the, just the allure of the world. I mean, think about, yeah. think about, you know, kind of where you are at a place where you're, um, graduating from college and you're looking to the future now you kind of know the direction yeah but you're yeah we well, you know your direction but you're still at a place where there's opportunities in front of you right. There's potential in front of you yeah for a variety of different things and oh i could go this way or i could acquire this get that and the the glitz and glamour of the world can kind of
1: yep.
0: you know take you off track should be heading this way but it takes you another way yeah so
1: and I know, I think we talked specifically about money as a roadblock. Uh, if I remember correctly, you were talking about the rich young ruler and yeah, that, how money that was a roadblock a, for yep. him. Mm-hmm. Um, but even, yeah, I think that's still a real practical roadblock for us. Materialism, mm-hmm. um, discontentment. Yeah, sins. I feel like it's a real broad, but looking at your own life, how do, sins specifically in our life yeah. uh, create roadblocks, just mm-hmm. hinder that relationship.
0: Yeah, the rich young the rich young man in Matthew 19 is a good example, and even though that was two thousand years ago, the temptations or the roadblocks, the detours, yeah. they're all they're just packaged differently, but our human hearts are the same as they were yeah. two thousand years ago. They've always been, always will be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they just look differently. And that one example of the message, the sermon, the secular sermon to find yourself. It's just so subtle, yeah, and it's so disalarming that you don't even it doesn't set your you know your radar off Mm -hmm. as something that you should be worried about, but but it's sneaky, yeah, Um, and it can take you off course. Yeah, Um, I don't know what about you? Do you see any other roadblocks? Um,
1: another one I was thinking of, like the the one that came into my mind when you were talking yesterday, was selfishness, Mm -hmm. um, and how that like. I mean, that can probably play out in like a bunch of different tangible ways, whether that's money, how we spend our money, Mm -hmm. how we feel towards different people. If we want to stay angry, all those, you know, my selfish desires hinder my relationship with the Lord and me wanting to follow him when it's like, no, this doesn't feel good or this Mm -hmm. doesn't make sense. And so those selfish desires can flesh themselves out in different ways that can cause roadblocks Mm -hmm. in my discipleship with the Lord or my relationship with the Lord.
0: Yeah. That's a so. big one. And that even, I think in my mind, ties into the find yourself thing, which is a very selfish yeah, mindset that, to have. Right. Um, but it is, I think to your point, it's such a big one because it comes, it manifests itself in a variety of different ways that I think we all can resonate with. Yeah. You know, I got my plans for the day. And so if someone else needs something, right. hey, I'm sorry, like I got my, my schedule to mm. keep, And when we start viewing time as ours and gifts as ours and opportunities as ours, then we're, you know, we're misviewing it. We're we're not thinking about it right because at the end of the day, it's all gods. We're stewards of all these things, money, time, et cetera. And um, selfishness can keep those things in your court instead of giving them to God. It's like
1: wanting to close your fist, you know, in the analogy of like not wanting Mm -hmm. to give it up. Keeping a closed fist and being like, "No, I want to keep these things." You know, the Lord for discipleship might call us, well, as He does in Matthew, um, to give up those things, Mm -hmm. and it's like our selfishness does not want to hold on to those, and that is our roadblock in our discipleship. So
0: that's big. Anything else? Um, That was the roadblock. That was the
1: first one that came to mind. If I think anything else, I got Uh, a question for you. That's right, you do. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, because I'm good. You're um, Go ahead and ask me a question. Am so, I going to know the answer? Yeah, you, I hope so.
0: I, we, I uh, we talked about this at our Karen Share group last night. Um, we were just talking about who were some of the disciple makers in our lives. Oh, yeah. um, so who have been some key disciple makers for you? Because just thinking about the process, like let's get real and practical and, you know, it's, ha- it's happening. It's happening right, to me, yeah. so it's happened to you. Yep. Who have been some of those people in your life?
1: Good. I get to give shout-outs done. Yeah. yeah. Shout-outs to everybody. Um, a huge disciple-makers in my, my – yeah. My, yeah <laughs> um, Big disciple-makers, um, mentors in my life. I can think of Kevin Knoll, who mm-hmm. I know I've mentioned to you uh, mm-hmm. before. Kevin Knoll, if you're familiar with him, um, if not, he is – he was one of my youth leaders – um, from 6th grade to 12th grade and has still been just a big um, mentor in my life. So he's mm-hmm. had a huge impact. Obviously, my parents, I know that's the basic answer, but uh, good, my, my mom and my dad have been huge in um, modeling what it looks like to be a Christ follower. And as a result of that, that mm-hmm. has uh, helped me in my walk with the Lord. And another one is Eric Umholtz. He was another small group leader, Mike Shibley. He's actually a missionary now in Papua New Guinea. A lot of these that, I'm, that, that come to mind first are... Small, like small group leaders from when I was in youth yeah. group. Okay. Um, there's also, I mean, I guess those are all older mentors. There mm-hmm. are some. My friends, I can, you know, I've told you about some close friends that mm-hmm. I that I have. Yep. Peers. Um. Yeah. Even though they're not older. They are brothers in Christ who have helped me along in my yep. faith journey mm-hmm. um, so I mean majority of them are older men who you know have wisdom and, and maturity that can speak in my life but there's also some some peers mm-hmm. uh, who I do life with that have helped too so that's really good yeah
0: yeah it's really good that that um, makes me think of I and mean, I don't know if we talked about this earlier today or not. Sometimes Austin, I do that, uh, but just the two primary places that disciples yeah. have always been made and should be made. Uh, so there's some youth group leaders yep. who have been key, and that's great disciple making in the church. That's a, last week and this week. That's what it's been about. Yep. But then home, mom and yep. dad, you know. So hmm. the home, you know, parents as parents, as a parent, I need to set the table for yeah. my kids. I cannot rely on you. I want your voice in my kids' lives. I've always said, like, it takes a tribe. Right. But at the end of the day, that responsibility falls on me to disciple my kids and, you know, pour into them with everything I've got and just leave them in God's hands. Um, So the family and the church uh, are, you know, two really important pillars. Maybe the only primary pillars, you know, are things that are disciple-making contexts. And you see it all throughout scripture, yeah. um, the family and the church. So that's good.
1: Yeah, that's good. Just to add on to that, because it's something I'm, we were, yeah, we were just having that conversation this okay. morning. Uh, just one thing to add on to that, though, was the fact that uh, these last two, just echo what you said, these last two sermons, we're talking about the importance of the church uh, and the church's role in discipleship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just as you said, it's important that we not rely on the church to be the primary disciple makers like mm-hmm. the church is a tool youth mm-hmm. ministry the different ministries are great tools um and we can help facilitate discipleship with the primary discipleship um making is going to happen in the home the primary disciple makers of of children are the parents mm-hmm. um so it's important that we not hand that responsibility off that god has given to parents to the church yeah. so it's, Yep. I'm not a parent, so it's nope, hard for me to yet. speak into it. But uh, obviously, yeah. you uh, you were mentioning that as well. And I've seen it to be true in my times of youth ministry. So
0: Yeah, so think about the church for a second. You've got the elders or overseers. They are overseeing the flock, shepherding souls. And so you have that responsibility that falls into their lap. Um, but other people in the church who are disciple-making, again, they're important. And they're like, they can... So, again, like in your life, youth leaders, in my life, Mm -hmm. the same. Um, Like we need those people and then the parents, too. So you've got parents parenting, shepherds shepherding. Yeah. And you put those two together and you've, you know, got a good context for a disciple. Good. A Jesus follower. Yeah, a Jesus follower. Yeah. I had another thought that, but it's so far gone, I think. I don't think it's coming back.
1: It's buried. It was funny, though.
0: Yeah. I think it was going to.
1: I hate when that happens. That, hap- that happens to me a lot. Well, if you think of it.
0: I'll just interrupt and get it out.
1: Yeah, please do. I mean, you always say you're going to give me the last word. So I'm, gonna I'm give probably going to probably gonna be saying my last word and then you're going to think of it and okay. then you're going to butt in and not give me the last word.
0: I don't have any other questions for you. So you go ahead and either ask or keep talking and I'm going to think and give you the last word.
1: All right. Well, I don't know if I have any more questions. I think I'm good.
0: That's it?
1: Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not going I'm to... I'm, just saying, those are all my questions. So, but I okay. need to, you know, think about what I'm going to say here to end it. So are you good? I'm good. Okay, then think I'm, gonna I'm out. All right. No jokes. I know, nothing. Go, I know you're going to think of it. That's I love you guys. Good. Thanks for listening. Good. All right. Now, oh, I got. are you done? Mm-hmm. All right. Last word for me. Uh, Calvary Bible Church. I will echo what Jonathan said. Uh, I too love you guys. Love being part of this faith family. Love um, being um, here and getting to help facilitate discipleship while also being somebody who is has uh, discipled myself. It's been a tremendous blessing to be a part of the church. And uh, I love you. Jonathan loves you. Final word. We'll see you on Sunday. Thanks
0: again for joining us on today's episode. And remember, our Sunday sermons are meant to lead us to a life of worship beyond Sunday.